Welcome to Turning Point Leadership Podcast with your host, Ron Harvey of Global Core Strategies and Consulting. Ron's delighted you joined us and excited to discuss and help you navigate your journey towards becoming an effective leader. During this podcast, Ron will share his core belief that effective leadership is one of the key drivers towards change. So together, let's grow as leaders. Here's Ron Harvey. Good afternoon, this is Ron Harvey, and I'm your host with Turning Point Leadership. And today I'm honored to have a good friend of mine um, and a colleague to join me today. And we have today with us, Dr. Mike Perry with Catalyst Leadership Development Firm. Mike, welcome to the set. How are you doing? Hey, Ron. Um, I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, a, I'm excited uh, to be on uh, the Turning Point. Um, turning Point has come a long way, so and it's, it's just great to see where you brought this to. So thank you for having me. Yeah, and it's and it's an honor to have you. You've been on the journey for a while with me. Um, we're good friends, um, and we watch each other and support each other in the work we do. Um, and so you're one of the people that I can call on that'll show up. And so you're my first guest. And so you get to put that on your on your tick ticker that you know you're the what? first. Yes. Yeah, so set the bar high. Oh wow! Surprise, <laughs> surprise. That's uh, yeah. I didn't know you were dropping surprises today, Ron. <laughs> Where's my tissue? Hold on. I need I need a handkerchief. Continue, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to have you. Uh, and we're going to spend about 15 to 20 minutes here uh, and give people a lot to get out of those 15 and 20 minutes. And, and today is all about turning point. And for me, what turning point, when you hear that term and I share it, is about where do you shift and start doing more for people versus for yourself and you mature as a leader. So I've designed turning point leadership about making a difference for others. Um, companies are looking for leaders uh, who can navigate change gains people's trust and motivate them to do their best work. So when you think turning point, what comes to mind for you? Um, well, I, I think the first thing that comes to my mind when I think turning point is um, there will be change. Something's going to shift. Um, it doesn't really even matter what we're talking about in your life, with your business, with everything that we do, something's going to change. And, and so, you know, what COVID taught us for a lot of people is it kind of forced them to deal with that reality that we don't get to predict what happens. All we get to do is determine how we're going to move when things change. And so when turning, when I think turning point, that's what I think of that change, that inevitable shift. Yeah. And, and we all have, have either embraced it or we fought it for the last two and a half years because COVID has shown us that things will change and you'll have any control over it. So I want to talk about leadership here. This is all about leadership and it's about changing as a leader. When you look at your style of leadership, how would you describe your style of leadership? Man, oh, Ron, I'm a mixed bag. It's funny, we run a leadership development firm, right? I'm a mixed bag of leadership. I, I would say that to me, to lead is to determine who needs to show up at a given moment. When I say who, I mean my, of myself, what of my gifts you know, what of my passions, what do I need to apply to this situation? And so I would say I'm a leader who um, looks to determine, you know, how to shift, you know, how to turn, so to speak, in any given moment. Um, so I, I would say that. So I'm, I'm, I'm not one who has to be in leadership per se. Um, I think sometimes we, we, we will often uh, lean in when we don't need to lean in and maybe shouldn't lean in. And so I, I like to think that I show up in the way that's necessary for whatever the circumstances or the people, whoever the people are there at the table. Yeah. Now, I think that's important is being able to, as a leader, to, to show up the way that the people that you serve need you to show up. And, and so those are things that we talk about all the time. 
What, what do you think has helped shape your leadership style over years? You, you've military background, you're running the company, you do work in your church. What has shaped your style of leadership? Who? Um, so much. I think it, it starts with, you know, perhaps, you know, as far back as my, my parents, you know, um, both of them, my father in particular, my, my father has always been one who could take charge of some things, right? But he never did it for the sake of just doing it. My, my father was and is a servant um, at heart. And so what the things that he chooses to pour himself into um, are typically things that are going to serve the interests of other people, even when it doesn't necessarily serve him. And so um, I'd say that's where it really began, um, the honing of my leadership style, how I saw people and their role in my life and their role in accomplishing whatever goals you're trying to accomplish. Um, and then it was further, you know, honed through just, you know, football and ROTC and the army and the Navy even for a little bit. Um, but I think when you begin to see what people are capable of, if they can come together, for me, that began a journey of figuring out how do I get these people from all these different places to come together to accomplish something as a unit that they could never accomplish alone. And so I, I just think that, you know, life experiences help to shape and hone my leadership style. I'm still honing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is important, um, Dr. Perry, as you look at leadership is, is visual, you, you know, because you watch what's happening across our country, you watch what's happening, you know, in society and leadership more now than ever is visual. So when you step back and you look at, you know, you, you're a, cl a clinical psychologist, you have a phenomenal military career, a husband, you know, a father, and, and, and all those roles, people are watching you. So whether you want to be seen or not, when you think about you as an effective leader, when did you become effective as a leader? And, and how did you recognize that had happened for you? Oh, wow, that's a good question. And I love how you say leadership is visual, right? Because I, I was thinking, you know, leadership is, it's, it's behavior, it's action, right? It's something that you do. And so you're right, people are always watching. And um, I think when I, when I knew, you know, that I was effective, it probably was, I don't know, a good five years into the army. And that's when, that's right around the time I went into company command. And um, I was in a, in a, in a, in a, a unit where I was leading folks who, uh, drill sergeants, instructors, um, and some other folks, right, staff members, and we, it was in, it was in a, a school, the schoolhouse, which is what we call it down in San Antonio, and there was just so many moving pieces. There's just no way, I mean, typically, I, you know, I would get a hold of something as an individual, and I just work hard, and I accomplish whatever I was trying to accomplish. This is one of the first times that there's no way that I could accomplish this by myself. Um, in order to be really good in all the areas that we are being measured, it required that I back up and let people do their job. And so that's what I did. Um, just try to find ways to uh, be more of an orchestrator, more of a motivator. And, you know, of course, background planning and all that, but just letting people show up and do their job. And it worked. I mean, I, you know, there's nobody here to dispute this. I would say we had the best company in the battalion for several years. And, and as, as Enron, I actually have one piece of evidence. One of my um, one of my drill sergeants, who I picked to be my god on bear, who's the one who kind of carries the unit flag and all that. Um, I actually, he's actually the senior enlisted um, 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 person for 
uh, medical health, the me uh, medical health services. What do we call it? The yes. new, the yes. new like um, unified medical yes. command. Yes. He is the he's the sergeant major. He's the senior enlisted person for that unit. That was that's my guy. I take full credit for that. Yeah. So you so you had something you had something to do with shaping him as well as he shaped you. I did. Michael yeah. Bragg, call him up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, so when you think about, you know, when that opportunity happened for you, Dr. Perry, and, and you made that shift, what was it that helped you mature? Because when you first come in and when you're young, you're chasing your, your dreams and your careers and your education and your promotions. When did you recognize you started taking more care of people than self-serving? Yeah. Um, wow. That's such a great question. Um, See, be honest with you, I don't know, right? Um, but there, there, there comes a realization at some point, and this has to come. I think if you're going to be effective, that it, it's not about you, and those, those aren't just words. It's really not about you. I began to realize pretty early in my career that if I just fell off the face of the earth, people would be sad. Like the people around me, like most people would not know that I fell off the face of the earth. By the way, right? But the people around me, they would. <laughs> and the people that work with you, yeah, they'll be sad. But you know what? Whatever it is you showed up to do, that thing goes on. And that means those people have to go on. And so when you have that realization, like, really, they will mourn you for a day and then they got to get moving. That helps to really highlight it's not about you at all. And so for me, what it, I think it freed me up to think big picture, to think beyond even like this next promotion or this job I need to have and if I'm going to be successful, it was just, hey, whatever's put in front of me, do the best I could at it for whomever it was going to serve. Whatever's put in front of me, like just do it as if this is the most important thing, even if it's something that I did not want to do because it's not about me. Yeah, I mean, what I think it's important, you think a turning point, and that's where that question comes from, is when do we make that? Because quite honestly, most of us, as we come up, Dr. Perry, we, we are told to go after our dreams and we're told to be successful and we work really hard to get those things done. Then that thing happens, whatever that thing is, that you stop focusing on you and you want to make an impact on the world versus gaining everything and putting it in your own little toy box so you can play with it when you feel like it. And it begins yeah. to help other people. And so I think that's that's the turning point that I'm that I'm looking for. And I think we can share with people. What would you share with a new leader today that you or someone had told you? Hmm. Um, I would say from the very beginning focus on the people that you see in front of you. Take care of people from the beginning. Don't have them serve your interest, serve their interest. Because, because that, that one um, um, assignment that I mentioned, what I, what I didn't tell you is that I realized, and it was super clear to me, we had the best unit in the battalion, maybe in the brigade, and I was responsible for 10% of that. It was clear to me that those people, they, they, they put me on their shoulders and they elevated me. And they did it like they were loyal. They come in early, they leave late, they go hard simply because they wanted to see us all win. They wanted to see me win. And so my job was to clear the way for them. And they knew I would march down anywhere on hot coals into the commander's office and scream on their behalf night after night. Even if I failed, I would show back up and scream some more. And when you reveal that to people, they'll do, they will do 
whatever it takes. And there, and I realized there are things that I, that I never saw that I was never privy to that were 100% connected to my success in that assignment. Yeah, Got to take care of people. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Dr. Perry. You know, telling people as a new leader to take care of the people that you're responsible for, because it's an honor and it's a privilege to be able to, to lead people. And so when you think about leadership today and what we're seeing, you're, you're a leadership firm, Dr. Perry. You can see the world like I see it. And we have a lot of things we, that we need to address from a leadership perspective. What are the qualities you think a new leader needs today? And that's changed from, from what our, our ancestors may have had to have. What do you see are yeah. top three qualities that leaders need to have today? Um, so the ability, number one, and I, I think this is number one, number two is probably not close. Um, the ability to develop genuine relationships. There's something about relationship that causes people to show up for you, um, to care about what you care about. Um, you, you discover something about, you know, who your tribe is, right? And once you, once you begin to determine who your tribe is, and that is, you know, it's not even necessarily people who believe everything you believe, but there's some unifying thing, right? Some vision that you share, and you're able to come together around that. But to, to build genuine relationships is super important because, if you're able to do that effectively, then those people, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, there'll be people out like dispatched all around trying to help achieve whatever your vision is. And you don't, you, you, you don't say a word, you're not saying a word, you're not even seeing the conversations that are happening, but there are conversations happening because people are connected to you, right? And they believe in you. So, so relationships are, are really important. Um, vision is very important, not only to have it and to understand where you wanna go, what you'd like to accomplish, what you see is your purpose, but you have to be able to communicate that vision. Because I can tell you now that if whatever is in your heart and in your mind is worth anything at all, if it means anything at all, then you can't do it by yourself. It's probably gonna to be too big. And somebody else has a little slice of, your, of their vision that intersects with yours. So you gotta have, a vision. Um, so that's relationships, that's, there's vision, and then there's uh, perseverance, determination. A lot of people see obstacles as, the, as a problem. I see obstacles as opportunity. Why? Well, because I believe that you don't get to where you're supposed to get to without some opposition. It's part of the process. It's, it's part of the journey that shapes you and prepares you and tones you into whomever you're going to be. And so when things begin to get really difficult these days, I'm like, oh, wow, something amazing is about to happen <laughs> because <laughs> it's getting hard right now. Don't run away from the opposition. Don't run away from obstacles and problems. Lean in and find solutions. And then when you get to where you're supposed to get to, you'll be able to look back and, and, and see, wow, okay, that was part of my preparation. Yes, so yes. those are my three, Ryan. Well, thank, thanks, Dr. Perry. I mean, so hopefully as you're listening to this, you know, the three nuggets that, that Dr. Perry dropped, relationships, vision, and perseverance, is if you're leading today and you want to be effective, and when that turning point happened, this is what Dr. Perry is sharing with you. So, Dr. Perry, uh, we know you, you have a leadership firm. Um, so at this moment, I want to be able to give you an opportunity to, to tell us, you know, um, how do people reach you if they want to, you know, they listen to the podcast and they want to reach out to you later. Uh, what would you share, you know, as you do closing? 
Yeah, Ron. Um, so the best way for people to reach us is through our website. The, the company is Catalyst, K-A-T-A-L-I-S. Our website is www.connectmovegrow.com, www.connectmovegrow.com. And in there, you'll kind of get a good overview of what we're about. And the very first thing you'll see is that we are people experts. I believe that the entire foundation of our business, the entire foundation of anything that means anything is it hinges upon people com coming together to do things together that they can't do alone. And so that's really what we're all about, creating places that people want to be in and that they want to, that, you know, on Monday morning, they wake up and like, hey, I'm ready to go to work, right? We try to help leaders to create a place like that. Um, and we're also on social media at Catalyst 706. That's on Instagram. That's on um, Twitter. And I'm on LinkedIn. If you if you uh, look for me at Michael E. Perry, PhD, you'll see us on LinkedIn. And the company Catalyst is on LinkedIn as well. So we're, we're easy to find. And uh, we'd love to talk to anybody about trying to create a better culture for their people. Yes, yes. Catalyst does phenomenal work. Good friends. Um, and Dr. Perry and uh, is doing phenomenal work over in Evans, Georgia. You also, uh, Dr. Perry, you, you host a, a, a marriage shop. Anything you want to share on that if people want to follow you? Well, Ryan, you know, I'm always ready to talk about the marriage shop. Yeah, the marriage shop is what um, my wife and I call, I guess, our virtual marriage ministry. We, we go around the country and we actually speak in person at marriage events um, every spring and fall. Uh, but the marriage shop has been around for about about so three years, well, maybe five years. It's been around for a long time. Um, and it, it's at The Merit Shop on Facebook. And we're also on, um, we have a, a YouTube channel, uh, The Merit Shop on YouTube. And we are and we spend um, an hour on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern just talking about marriage, the good, the bad, the, the beautiful of marriage and how to do it more effectively, how you can have a better marriage because you can. And so um, we, we do that every Monday night. Um, unless Wendy forces me to go on vacation. <laughs> so, um, but but we would love to have anybody join us on the mayor shop. You can, you can go there and follow us and get alerts when we're live. All right. Dr. Perry, it's been a pleasure to have you here with us. Uh, thank you for sharing all the wisdom that you shared around Turning Point and leadership. Um, and, sh and for those of you that don't know, follow Dr. Perry and Catalyst. Um, reach out to them uh, doing phenomenal work. Um, for, for us, this is going to bring it to the end of Turning Point Leadership Podcast. Um, and that's what we're really all about, is when you get ready to move from where you are to be something better, there's going to be a turning point. So, Dr. Perry, thank you for being my first guest. Uh, we'll put this in the books for us. And I'm looking forward to continue to work with you. Um, thank you very much for being on the podcast with me. Thanks for having me, Ron. I appreciate it. Enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Turning Point Leadership with your host, Ron Harvey. We're so glad you joined us. Remember to join us every first and third Mondays and expect to receive real answers for real leadership challenges. Until next time, make a difference where you are and with what you have. There are those who are counting on you for effective leadership. <music>